This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. What's up, guys? I know I've been MIA over the past couple days. I'm on a work trip right now in North Carolina. I'm in a hotel room trying to go over rounds two and three and and how that affects fantasy. Not much fantasy impact, you know, uh, when you talk about rounds four and later, but we can talk about that at some point. So we're going to start with Debo Samuel going to the 49ers. It's it's a good move for them. Kyle Shanahan likes his versatile guys. He can play inside, outside. Um... You know, he has good hands, he's a playmaker, he can run a full route tree, um, and runs great routes. So I can see him playing the slot with Pettis and Goodwin on the outside. I still like Dante Pettis, but his 7th round ADP was a little bit too high for me before this. Now, if Debo plays the slot, I'm assuming he's going to get, you know, a handful of targets, and you're not really vacating any targets from last year, so it's going to have to come from somewhere, and he might eat a little bit from everybody. Michael Lombardi, who writes for The Athletic, said that uh, the 49ers ran Debo at the Senior Bowl, and they only ran him at the Z spot exclusively. Uh, that can mean one of two things. That can either mean that they want him to run at the Z spot, that's where they envision him, or they know what he can do in the slot and want to see what he can do on the outside. Major Brown landing with the Titans, not the most ideal landing spot when it comes to fantasy. Um, you still got Corey Davis there, you got Adam Humphreys in the slot, you got Delaney Walker coming back. Um, no excuses for Mar- Marcus Mariota. But for A.J. Brown's fantasy success, the target distribution might be a little bit too wide. Miles Sanders going to the Eagles. Great move for them. Um, obviously hurts Jordan Howard's fantasy value. I wouldn't even touch Jordan Howard this year at this point. Uh, but Miles Sanders has three-down capability. He's versatile enough. Um, and he's the guy I would own in this, want to own in this backfield. With all the stuff going on with Tyreek Hill, it looks like the Chiefs made a reactionary pick. Not that it's a bad pick, but it seems reactionary because they got someone just like him uh, in Nicole Hartman. Um, Dude does a lot of similar things. You know, he's fast as hell, run those deep routes, bubble screens, all that kind of stuff. So look out. JJ Arcega Whiteside gets drafted by the Eagles. Um, you know, the road to opportunity doesn't seem quite there just yet. I mean, obviously, you got DJX and Alshon on the outside. Uh, you got Nelson Aguilar playing the slot role. Uh, Aguilar can get moved, but for now, the opportunity might not be there. Paris Campbell, uh, wide receiver going to the Colts. Um, I think this is a great move for them. They need a wide receiver help badly, um, and he could play that slot role, short intermediate routes, and I think he could start from day one and be fantasy relevant from day one. In PPR leagues, this is the guy I'm aiming for. Campbell can give you a lot of yards after the completion, um, and it'll be interesting to see where Deion Kane fits into all this, but from a talent perspective, it seems like it's going to be Campbell on the field a ton, um, and it could be in the running for second in targets behind T.Y. Hilton. The Cardinals offense is definitely worth paying attention to going into next year. I mean, brand new scheme, like pass happy scheme. They drafted Kyler Murray, they drafted wide receivers Andy Isabella and Hakeem Butler. Add that to David Johnson, Larry Fitzgerald, and Christian Kirk. That's a pretty interesting offense right there. Andy Isabella and Hakeem Butler, both highly touted coming out, especially Isabella. He had the highest yards per route run of any wide receiver coming out this year. Um, you know, the road to opportunity for any of these guys isn't so clear. It's a crowded wide receiver room. So we'll see, you know, who Kyler Murray favors throughout the offseason. The Seahawks drafted DK Metcalf at the end of the second round. Polarizing wide receiver. You either love him or you hate him. Um, but with Doug Baldwin potentially retiring, Adam Schefter did report that, you know, 
Doug Baldwin might have played his last snap, Metcalf can have some opportunity in year one. DK Metcalf obviously has stupid speed, stupid size. I mean, he he, he can potentially be a really good fit for this offense. Um, you know, they don't have a, a red zone target, and he can play that role as well. He can, you know, be a big factor on this play action passes that they like to run. Keep in mind that the Seahawks were super run heavy last year. You know, we have to expect that to continue this year with the same coaching staff. Um, I expect them to unleash Russell Wilson just a little bit more um, so that there might be a little bit more opportunity. But both him and Tyler Lockett are going to have to depend on efficiency, not volume. We're really keep an eye on DK Metcalf's ADP. Like, I really don't want to draft him like above the 10th round because he's on a run heavy offense. He's not going to get, you know, a ton of volume most likely. He's still working on route running and separation. He's still raw, um, you know, and I would rather get him late for some upset. Steelers drafted wide receiver Deontay Johnson early in the third round. Um, he's, he's a great route runner. He can separate pretty well. Um, so, you know, this can be a fit for the Steelers. Now, it's worth monitoring to see, you know, who's going to be that number two behind Juju, whether it's him, Dante Moncrief, or James Washington. Rams drafted running back Daryl Henderson. I think this is a great move for the Rams. Uh, he, I think he compliments Todd Gurley really well. Um, you know, instead of giving Todd Gurley 85% of snaps, you can give him 65 to 70, now wear out that knee, um, and provide some playmaking at the same time. Henderson isn't the best pass blocker, so, you know, Gurley should remain their three down back, just not play every single down. We haven't heard much about his knee, but assuming that he goes right into camp in preseason without any limitations, he just won't play every down, but, you know, he'll still play all three downs, if that makes sense. You have to keep in mind that this is the Rams offense, right? Gurley, you know, if he reduces his snaps 20 to 25%, you know, if he's still getting, like, 18 touches a game, he still can be very efficient in this offense, so he's still worth something. I don't think he's undraftable right now. As far as where I would say Gurley, it's really tough for me to take him in the first round right now. Um, you know, we don't have all the information on that knee, so there's a lot of risk, so I'm not willing to do that in the first. But, you know, in the second, after guys like DJ, Mixon, Cook are taken, it'll be tough to pass up on him. The Bears drafted David Montgomery. I might like him a little bit more than Josh Jacobs, I'm not going to lie, just because of where he landed and his skill set. You know, Matt Nagy really, really, really wanted Jordan Howard to be a three-down back last offseason. And week one and week two, he gave him his targets. After Matt Nagy tried to convince us that Jordan Howard was a three-down back and that he improved enough to be that three-down back, he gave Jordan Howard five targets week one, four targets week two, and then he realized he couldn't do shit with it and gave him more than one target only once the rest of the season. By the way, Tariq Cohen only had eight touches and five touches in those two games. So the point has to be brought up. Like, you know, if Jordan Howard did his thing last year and was as versatile as Nagy hoped, would Tariq Cohen have gotten as much opportunity as he did later in the season? Because he was the guy to own that backfield, not Jordan Howard. But in this case, Montgomery is versatile, and he might be that guy this year. David Montgomery has huge, you know, potential in this offense. So, you know, if he continues to be the guy and like in camp and preseason, uh, he's the, like the one A in this offense. You know, I don't mind spending uh, a third round pick on him because he has the upside of like 15 to 18 carries and three to five catches per game. The Bills drafted Devin Singletary, another running back, uh, profiles as a three down back, uh, but it's a crowded backfield. You got LaShawn McCoy, Frank Gore, TJ Yeldon. Uh, so as of right now, it's tough like to, to see the upside, but one of those guys might be cut, you know, either, whether it's Gore or McCoy. So stay tuned. Packers drafted a great receiving tight end, Jay Sternberger. Um, it doesn't seem like there's huge urgency to get him on the field right away. Like I said, it takes tight ends to develop a little bit. He's a little bit of a wait and see, but obviously his upside is huge uh, You know, if he's playing with Aaron Rodgers. Texans drafted wide receiver Terry McLaurin. Uh, he's Dwayne Haskins' guy from college, uh, so they kind of paired him up again. Obviously, they have a rapport, and that can continue. They obviously have a need for a starting wide receiver, so he could start right away. Uh, so keep an eye out for that, you know, as like a super, super, super late pick. Patriots drafted a running back, Damian Harris, in the third round. Um, this is tough 
for Sony Michelle's value going into next year. Harris can play, you know, short yardage situations. Uh, he's a grinder. He can even catch the football. He's a little versatile and doesn't fumble. So he could be part of the rotation next year. The Ravens are doing what they can to develop Lamar Jackson. Uh, they drafted another wide receiver in the third round, Miles Boykin. Uh, so they're doing what they can. I think Lamar Jackson it will be very fantasy relevant this year. But as far as the wide receivers go, we probably have to wait till 2020 to have any fantasy relevance there. The Vikings drafted running back Alexander Madison. Uh, might not have been the perfect pick from a Vikings fan perspective, but uh, I think he offers three down upside, uh, and he could be a handcuff to Dalvin Cook this year. You could draft him super late, and you can protect that early round investment that you made in Cook.